Yo! What up, everyone out there? It's Jump the Sharp. Another episode here. Um, that music never gets old, does it, Woodman? That's great. Yeah. It gets me pumped up. I could be in a shit-ass mood, and I'll hear that, and I'll be like, yo, I, I'm going to put a couple back and have some fun with my buddy. But Play um, some wagers. Big time. And we're going to... And you are on fire. We'll talk about that in a minute. Way to be. Felt good, man. Felt that's, real That's good. the Woodman, Dave Woody. Hi. I'm Brian Hollywood Hagen, welcoming you to yet another episode of your favorite sports betting podcast. It's Jump the Sharp, ladies and gentlemen. Um, at Jump the Sharp on Twitter, you know where to find us by now. Everyone that's been like, we're we're kind of we know that we we just want to give a thank you to the to those that listen every week because we know you're out there, and some of you as we know, a lot we don't, and we just want to say big time appreciate for your hard ass hard time putting forth whether you listen at regular speed, two times speed, three times speed, because I listen to my podcast at one and a half, so everyone's got a little little giddy up because uh, I listen to so many goddamn podcasts. But any 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 of your your, your time that you put forth, giving us uh, in, in, letting us in your earlobes, we appreciate that big time. Sure and do. You're probably going to keep keep it up at least after last week. You're probably telling me to shut the fuck up. Let's get to the Woodman. We want to hear him. Yo, Hollywood, you suck. Okay. Oh, and three last week. It was brutal. Worse week than Harvey Weinstein. My side, yes. This dude's side, I mean, gave you a fucking undefeated perfect game. Literally perfect game. Bet three baseball winners. Told you to parlay it too. I want winners. And that motherfucker gave it to you. Cheers to the wood man. Way to be, brother. Thanks, man. Yeah, that one felt really good. Sure. Um, you know, um, I, uh, I I'm trying to remember now off the top of my head. Was were two of them were plus or just one was plus? Uh, two of them were plus. Look yeah, at that's you. pretty cool. That's a good feeling, dude. So, like, I'll say I definitely felt good, and like, I want to give you guys a few more like that. I guess, I definitely think as we get through in baseball here, I'm I'm starting to to get a feel for how things are different this year. You know, with not only the change to the ball they've made, but then I don't know if anybody's yeah. been paying attention this week, but they came out with this these uh articles about this crazy shit that pitchers are putting on their hands i i so, saw something pop on my phone like a push notification about this the, the pitchers aren't going to use their sticky stuff anymore i was like are they allowed to what the i thought the well they were always like they would always take like sunscreen and like vagisil with, uh and mix it with their sweat it was mostly sunscreen that you just you could just mix it with a little bit of sweat Jesus. and it gives it makes it very sticky on your little fingers you know and so it was a, it was a, kind of like a a legal way to throw like a spitball, you know, cause spitting on your hand is if, if the well, um, now, catches yeah. you spitting on your hands or read like getting something from underneath your hat, like, or anything like that, you get in trouble. Hit it a glove. But sunscreen. You're allowed to wear on your skin, sunscreen, and you're outside playing Bullshit. baseball. And so they would just take this on. And so they've been doing that forever. And I have no idea if this new shit is more effective than, than sunscreen was, but I'll tell you this, the article that I read I don't have a subscription to the Athletics, so I couldn't read the the real article, like the long one. But I read the other one, which was, I guess, on like CBS Sports or whatever. And they were saying that this stuff they're making, they boil Coca Cola. What the fuck? Where's this? Yeah, going? I know, man. But apparently, it is really working for real, and it's not just like you know in in your head or whatever. Because they said the spin rates this year, which is how fa- fast the ball spins as through the air as, as you after you pitch it towards the catcher is the highest they've ever measured by a lot. Like it's they're way up this year, which explains again why this year. And I told you guys about the ball 
I was right about that. I didn't even realize this is even making it crazier. And now you have possibly the lowest batting average of all time, going back all the way to the Civil War. Okay, the 1870s, the first, you know, baseball teams, really. God damn. Um, Shoeless net- Joe was a friggin' like, not even a nut in his dad's sack. Right. And they called it, you know, they called it the dead ball year. Like when Cy Young was pitching, that's the dead ball year because it was really hard to hit the ball because the ball was, was deadened. Like they had, like, they used a ball that was like, didn't fly through the air very good. So you'd hit the shit out of it and the guy would just catch it. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and like, we're going to have a lower league wide batting average this year, probably. Than any of the dead ball years, I never saw, thought that I would see that in my life. No matter I what, else no happened. one's watching. For Christ's yeah, sake, it's hard to get singles now. It's just really hard to hit a single. All the shifts too, like you see a guy just hit an absolute fucking laser, you know, right up the up the gut. What that has yeah. been a hit, you know, super hard ground ball right up the gut. Right, that's been a hit since you know your great great grandfather was alive, and through your whole life as well. It's not a hit now because three quarters of the time, either the second baseman shortstop is just standing there. Yo, four words. Bring back the bunt. All right. <laughs> Let's get these uh, defenses honest. Dude, I looked up. I, so I got my uh, I got my notebook here. Like it's like a school. I'm old school. It's like back in the 90s. Oh, you wow. Know? Yeah. Like, this is every, my notebook with every show like, notes. Like a, that a, I, a, a spiral notebook. Spiral notebook. Every 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 page is a show that we've done for the most part. I, I probably I forget when I introduced this. I don't know. Some early 20s show show number 33 by the way ladies and gentlemen remember we said we're going to name all our shows based on a player with that number i mean 33 shouldn't that be that hard it it was once cliff lee then he went to 34 but but the unofficial cliff lee show um but i flip back because you were like do we have did i have two pluses and i look and i see dave's three two pluses and above like because as you can see just like i did back in the day in high school and all that shit i just i just scribble all during the show I'll just like start drawing shit in the, in the borders and and the margins, and I just have scribble everywhere. And for no reason, I don't know if you can see it, but it's a mess. But can you see what that name is right there? Frank Costanza. Frank Gore. Like, why the hell did I write Frank Gore? When did we talk about Frank Gore last week? We were saying that he is. Look at like, your recall. We were saying that he's like a Hall of Famer, and he's like one of the strangest Hall of Famers of all time because there we go. He had such a utterly unique career and yet you know and 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 he was never the best running back in the league not at any time not once ever. ever no no i don't even know if he was ever in the top five top probably. five no he was always the seventh best running back for yes. 16 straight years yeah and it's so unique but he's obviously a hall of famer you know because of just the longevity it's just incredible what he's been able to do and we're joking and, but he definitely had a top five fantasy season at running back i'm sure you but. think I, would, I wasn't. I, I wasn't joking. I don't know if he was top five. I would say that he with the Niners, he probably had two years in the top five fantasy wise. Yes, I maybe fantasy wise, probably, but like not on talent because he would just no, get a I agree ton with of that. carries back then too. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, sure, but uh, but yeah. So that okay, two weeks in a row. We're gonna, dude. Your recall is unbelievable. I can't remember what the hell I'm drinking right now. Speaking of which, oh yeah. Let's talk a little bit about what we are drinking. What are you right. drinking, Dave Woody? Well, it's it's both very exciting and not at all exciting. In that it's exciting because it's it's like my new favorite beer, but it's not exciting because I've talked about it before on this show about probably six multiple times. times. So, yeah, yeah. The, the wrench. I'm back to the yeah. wrench. What He's do you back got? to what the wrench? So there? we talked about Frank Gore and wrench last week. So let's see. I'm going to try and not. I don't think I had this last week. Did I have? It victory? wasn't wrench last week. Last week it I wasn't? had the, the evil genius. I giddy up on that. I have a victory beer here. Oh, victory. Um, Sour Monkey, man. It's a Ooh. triple IPA, I believe. It's sour, though. I'm starting to get... 
I, I've talked about this before, but the sour taste, it's really funky. And it's not something you just pick up and start swilling. You just don't hatch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need to just enjoy it. If you if you enjoy like, I mean, it's going to sound fucking wacky, but because I'm not a big fan of overwhelming uh, flavors in beers necessarily. I, I like my IPAs. I like the this, that, and the other. But I hate when it's like that Sam Adams cherry wheat. Like that is like all cherry. I'm not into that. I think know? that that beer is so horrible. It is. It's uh, it, it tastes like cough syrup or something. It's brutal. But it's it, and not to say. I mean, I love other Sam Adams beers, but that's just terrible. Yeah. This is this is straight up sour. So if you dig Sour Patch Kids and shit like that, try yourself some Victory Sour Monkey. It's fucking badass. Um, yeah. So what we're gonna do today? We just uh, we're gonna do our picks. You know, Woodman's gonna get hopefully get fire again. I hope to bounce back. I'm gonna kind of stick with something that I really feel. I'm gonna kind of. I'm going to do a little – I'm going to try and make it up to you, ladies and gentlemen, okay? One of these picks is a plus 310, okay? I'm going to try and make it up to you. I'm going with something that I feel very strong about. I always feel strong about stuff, but there's something that I'm going to kind of string along into a couple picks that I really, really like, um, and we'll run with that. We're going to get a, uh, an update plus maybe a new something to look out for. The value menu will return this week, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. We're going to get a little bit of an update on on a, a great pick that the Woodman put out there. Plus, I'm going to come forward with something that I think you might want to keep an eye on. Um, and then we're going to end with the same game parlay for a ball game, an NBA playoff game tomorrow night. So let's get rocking and rolling. Uh, we're going to do some picks. And at the 10-minute mark, the Woodman, you want to go ahead and let's make some money again this week. Batting first, playing center field. It's Dave Woody, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do it, baby. Um, so my uh, first pick that I feel the most confident in is actually a. It's it's funny. It shouldn't be surprise like it shouldn't be surprising that I feel confident about this. Right. When you hear who's pitching, you're gonna be like, okay, why isn't it plus? Why isn't why isn't it minus three hundred? You know, it's Degrom at mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. right? Degrom at home. Yeah. Okay. Best pitching uh, staff in the league. Yeah, he's the best pitcher in the league. Oh, he's the best pitcher. Yeah. He's incredible. Sure. They got the best ERA. I know that for sure. Yeah, they're they've been very good. And he's ridiculous at home and always has been for many years. Setting records with the ERA through this absolutely. this long into a season. But they don't win. I mean, they've 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 historically He's never got run support, has never he? gets ever. run support ever. How and does that work? And yeah, it's actually been you. even worse at home somehow. I don't even mean to the, interrupt you. I really don't. But the what can you jump into the no you can't you're shaking your head like it's impossible how does that happen it happened it used to happen to kurt Schilling all the time it happened to aaron nola for a long time on the phillies it's, it happened to countless people but it certainly makes sense that in one given season just it would just be the bad luck you know that every you know you look every what what, what two out of every what five games a baseball team is not going to score a lot of runs right sure. maybe even three i mean the right. Mets have mostly had crummy offenses could be maybe even three out of five Sure. So you could have for one year a dispro- just by bad luck a disproportionate number of those three out of the five bad crummy offense days happens come when you're on the mound that sucks for you that's bad luck for it to happen season after season after season doesn't Unreal. make sense it doesn't Unreal. make sense now know. the one thing I could think of off the top of my head as I was asking that question is obviously at the start of the year he's opening day starter for the first maybe what month or so he's probably going up against the quote-unquote ace of a team because 
no one's maybe not getting injured. It's five games, five games, five games, five games, maybe. Sure. But days off, uh, rainouts, injuries, eventually that turns over to where, you know, uh, DeGrom's going up against fucking Bumblefuck McGee. And he still struggles to win a 2-1 game because they just don't give him support on, you know, when he's in Colorado pitching against whoever the fuck. But I just don't it, – it, I've never seen anything like it. And I'm, I was just really curious. Like, there's yeah. – I guess there's nothing to say about it, like actually put it on paper kind of deal, but something's I mean, got to be up. Something's up. I mean, the 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 thing that occurs to me is like just like a soft factor that could like it influences a little, but this does, there's no way this is the whole explanation. Something's missing. Um, I suppose part of it is that the Mets know they have their ace going, and they may. You think? <sighs> I don't know. I was gonna. I can't even say Just it. Take, take like, take your foot off the gas a little yeah, bit and like, act like you have it. That's not how you like, do it because no, that's unrealistic. That's not how hitters as approach someone who's hitting. Super competitive, and I mean super, super, yeah. super competitive in everything I do. We could be yes. playing cards, but I play softball and like I take that shit to heart. Um, well, I used to I mean, before COVID and all that. But um, when, when you know you look, I used to like even. even I'll, I'll take the softball analogy. I would run the team, you know, I'd be the captain or whatever you want to call it. And when I knew we had like a full lineup, I would get excited because I knew we had one of the better teams in the league. And that would make me more pumped up that we had yeah. everybody. Everyone was showing up. No one missed a game. We didn't have to call in like a backup that yeah. might be, as you would say, crummy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, would, I would get I more. Even... Totally, man. That's why I didn't even finish what I was saying because it doesn't make sense. And I don't believe it. Like, and I, I don't off. think it's that the hitters – don't try as hard like that's not the case like these are professional (laughs) baseball they want to hit they want to sit on their pitch and wait for a strike and fucking crush it over the fence like that's all they want to do so brag just like my nephew did went and played some uh single a minor league ball for the summer up at the vermont lake monsters let off the game big home run just wanted to give it a little that's awesome like ricky henderson Dude, this dude's so talented. It's unbelievable. I wouldn't be shocked if you saw so, him as a September um, call-up Monday. Yeah, so that's my pick. It's DeGrom. I just think, you know, Snell, it's, it's Blake Snell. He's not having a very good year. I think he's two and two. His ERA is almost five in a year. Of, that's frankly a year of the pitcher. Yep. He's really not been very good at all. And the Mets offense is actually kind of good now, or at least. Yeah, like, I mean, it a, should be better, but. You know, Lindor's starting to wake up a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah, he's waking up. Uh, they're going to be, they're going to have a pretty good offense by the time the year's over. And I think uh, Degrom is just that sick. And also, I watched a Padres game uh, a couple days ago, and uh, they're not seeing the ball very well. Like uh, they were, they were, there were tons of whiffs in the game. They just, um, I don't know, that their offense is definitely not rolling by any means. So I think Degrom will just cut them down. Even if it's one nothing Mets victory, I think he could maybe just <laughs> shut him out. Totally, I see that, and uh, that's minus one seventy two. That's what I was pretty, just about to ask. Good. Yeah, it looks like I got that minus. When one. I saw that it was less than two hundred, I was like, I gotta take it. You it's know, it's funny. One of your wins last week was the uh, me and you and our heads 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 up against the Phillies Nationals, both the yes. aces. Well, not well, yeah, pe- technically the aces because Wheeler is the aces here for the Phillies, but yeah, that was uh, one one to one for the majority of the game. And then the Nats jumped up two and uh, go two. But the one thing we did say is, you know what? Maybe we should just take the under. And then we yeah. looked at it, it was what six and a half, five and a half, and we we're like, yeah. but still, that's w- what it should have been. We should have. I had it. a chance. Yeah. I had a chance. Some dude I never fucking heard of comes in and pinch runs after Reese Hoskins hits a double and gets caught in a rundown with not even a wild pitch. 
there was a short hop uh short hop pitch that the catcher you know when they jumped down they put the put the mitt between their legs but it went right into his mitt like it was yeah. it was almost like a regular pitch happened so then, and I, the dude I got the caught play. no yeah i remember so then tell them what happened do you remember what happens how how it goes what with the, the rundown yeah the catcher just runs at him and he yeah. doesn't any and he acts like the catcher threw a ball he starts spinning yeah. around like yeah. a, a glitch in a video game like That's a right. fucking weirdo yep and then, like, the catcher just keeps running at him, keeps running at him. And, and the just whole time him. you're like, bro, you got to go one way. <laughs> he never goes. He never goes. And the catcher eventually just, like, tags him. That's oh. it. Fuck's sake, man. It was honestly a uh, – it was like a Little League play. It was really bad. It really was. It really was. But uh, – Okay, so that's my one is the Mets at home against Padres. Minus uh, 172. Not bad. Minus DeGrom. 172. I really like that with DeGrom. Dude, to get DeGrom under a minus 200. It's not, I think – Especially against an offense that's kind of struggling, and frankly, uh, the opposing pitcher is not pitching well, so maybe the Mets can finally get a couple runs of support for DeGrom. Real quick, throw this out there. Every game a Friday game for you again? Yes. All Friday games. I also have Friday games. So once again, you know the deal, folks. Get at this when it drops Friday morning. Yes, my um, All right, he's got Mets for his first. I'm going to go ahead and take it to the hard court. You know, I feel comfortable there. Uh, call me a homer, whatever. Dude, I told you guys that this, well, I didn't tell you. I told people that I knew that this Sixers Hawks series was, they, they, they might see some controversy out of the gate, and that's what happened. And then everybody, the Hawks win game one, and holy fuck, Sixers don't have a chance. It was unbelievable. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, I don't know. The, the the Hawks are guaranteed Eastern Conference champions. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. And that's what people did. <laughs> and that's what they did. People, I mean, I'm saying they were like, hmm, Hawks can really take the Nets if they, Trey Young said, it was like, yeah, whoa, it's one game. Not only that, but they crumpled at the end of it, almost screwed it up. Nevertheless, let's not crown them yet, Mr. Green. Rest in peace. You know, I, I this, this is this not going to be easy for Philly. I don't agree. A lot of people said, pre, you know, let's let's cool the Jets on everybody. Shaq came out and said that the Hawks are going to win in, in five, and everyone took that personally. But like, it's going to be Sixers in five. It's not necessarily going to be Sixers in five. Sixers are going to win the series, I do believe. Um, I mean, I think objectively, people think that the Sixers are the more talented, better team. Right? Yeah, but the, the, the Embiid injury, the meniscus uh, semi-tear scared everybody. But honestly, even without Embiid, I would have taken the Sixers in the series. Yeah. Six or seven, like in seven. with Embiid, I, yeah. I, I'm probably more comfortable with six. Yeah. Um, the Atlanta, they're young, they're super young, very talented, great future, very exciting. That's a plus, right? Young, up and coming. I mean, Trey Young is a he's using this playoffs. He already did, in my in my assumption, For make sure. himself a superstar. No question uh, about it, dude. And that actually brings up something that we wanted to talk about. Let me just say one thing real quick. The young, the young team that is hot and feeling themselves it also can be a detriment too because what they do is they deflate late in games they go out there and they do their thing and it's super impressive and they're fucking giddy and people like a little nervous about it and then at the end it's like oh man we just we don't have any more in the tank and there's seven minutes to go fuck let's just hang on it's like that fucking poster of the cat hanging on the tree branch yeah. and they're trying. And they did. They hung on just long enough in game mm-hmm. one. And in game two, they were down a big chunk, almost 20 in the first half. They came back, made it a game, but they used up all their energy doing yeah. that. And the Sixers ran with it. So basically my thing, Sixers minus one and a half. The fact that it's not bigger than that, I'll t- it's basically Sixers money line. And I'm more uncomfortable with thinking that I mentioned how they're young. 
their coach is not necessarily young Nate McMillan, like age-wise, but he is young in that he's an interim, but he's just really, really, he's going to stay there. They're going to hire him full-time. Well deserves it. Also, a Seattle supersonic alumni, so that's always a plus in my book. Fuck, they were my favorite non-Sixers team of all time. Um, but Doc and the Sixers understand what needs to be done when you go from home 1-1 to a place like Atlanta that might not have the bet, like the uh, – a roaring home court advantage, but they're going to be hot. They're going to be excited. They just beat the Knicks. Imagine if Atlanta beat the like a New York team and then a Philly team. They're giddy up down there, but it's just not good. They're they're going to have to come out down two one because the Sixers are going to win this game. And fuck, I'm just going to go. I'm not going to take the minus one twenty on the money line when I can get. My, well, you know what? Well, let me just look at that real quick. What that money line would be? Yeah, I mean to take uh, while you look that up, I'll just respond a little bit. I think to take any in, in almost any sport to take the real young excited exciting and excited team in the playoffs is it's fool's gold, right? They look so exciting. Yeah. And they just, usually they don't win it the first year. It's usually the second year they come back and then they figured it out. You know, it's like, I think about um, the warriors. I think about Mm -hmm. uh, the Kansas city Royals, the 2014 and 15 Royals, you know, you think about just some of these young teams that they burst on the scene, they make a big splash, but they can't quite finish it the right. first year. It's just tough. That, that's what experience is for. That's you what experience t- means, yeah, right? right? It's that you've been there before. You know how to do it when it counts the most. It's a big deal, you know, experience in anything, in any facet of life. But, of course. You know, we're, we're talking sports here, and it, it, it works just – no one's going to hire – you know, a fucking step in uh, a door-to-door salesman to be their VP. No, it's experience. You got to get experience. And here's the thing. I'm going to do a little line change, not to be a dick here. It's minus 112. They don't even give you the minus 110 to take the line. It's minus 112 at minus one and a half sixers, meaning they have to win by two. It's minus 120 for money line. As And we'll do a little gambling one-on-one right here. Take the money line. You'd be insane not to. Because I know it's a point. Yeah. But in the NBA... That's a free throw coming down the stretch, and that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, you so this take is officially a, a Sixers money line pick yeah. at minus one twenty. Good um, catch, Bry. Yeah, that, smart, smart betting. That one point is it's 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 big time. But yes, uh, one thing I, I mentioned um, that I wanted to hit on. Oh, real quick, by the way. No, I'll save it for my other joint. But well, I was talking about Trey Young, and me and you wanted to hit on it last week because we talked about it off air before the show, but we didn't, and. Uh, it was about the NBA and and the superstars that are just booming right now and how it makes it so exciting. And I mentioned, you said, like, wh- when did you really, when did that happen? When did these guys really start to flourish? And I told you that I thought that the the sport that benefited the most out of the whole COVID shit was the NBA. I thought that the way they handled the, what do they call it? The, the uh, bubble. The bubble. And that brought it back to, like, schoolyard basketball you know, the mean streets of Harlem kind of deal. And you just, yeah. you, when you and your boys would just go and do pickup games. And it shirts felt and like skins. the players were having more fun almost. Than, they were. Than, and it was before. raw, you know, it was just yeah. raw. It was wanting to win. It was the love of the game. It's the first time I've seen NBA players like that in a long time. And I think personally, and still, because we're kind of just coming out of it now, but I do, I, I think it's still there. I think it's still prevalent. And I do think it'll be there for a little while. The NBA is kind of on an upswing, I think with superstars i just hate teams like the nets and all who are trying to do super teams i love the fact that giannis is going to stay in milwaukee and do shit like that that really really helps the game but yeah. you have a lot of stars luca and 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 and, and trey young and guys like this like devin booker like guys like this it really really makes it fun 
Hopefully, Luca is it won't be underrated anymore, right? Because he has no. I don't has, think any. I don't think any of these guys will be next. He year, had you know? been, but no, not he anymore. Like was. this is it now, right? He's right. He's He's a. It's like insane how good he is. It is. It is. So minus one twenty six is money line. Give me that. Okay. Very good. Um. Sorry, I was in my first one. Oh yeah, okay, right. So my second one is uh, is Lucas Giolito, the uh, White Sox. They are in Detroit. I've been picking against Detroit a lot this year. I've been right every time. I think. Um, well, you know, so much for that streak. <laughs> Just jinx the shit. <laughs> no, nah, I don't believe you in that. Not be serious. Just jinx no yourself. Such, there's no such thing. Um, well, we can so, talk about that. You. <laughs> so Giolito's <laughs> has been okay this year, like uh, nothing amazing. He's like a th- I think a three eighty eight ERA, which is not bad, but but it's not like that, that ridiculous. But he is striking out a lot of guys. The Tigers strike out a lot. Uh, he's been pretty good on the road. This is a road game for the White Sox. The White Sox have been sc- really scoring a lot better. They're really their offense is really coming together now. Um, I think they're going to pour it on here. So it's minus one eighty. That's kind of lame, but. I I just feel ultra supremely confident in the pick, and sometimes minus one eighty is good enough if you're that sure about the pick. Can I talk you into getting a little ballsy? What take the run line? Minus one and a half is plus one hundred two. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. All yeah, right. You can, all you, right. All right. You, Official you know, pick is I minus one eighty. I will tell you this right now. I am absolutely going to go with the run line tomorrow. No, no. Hang on. I, I'm I'm willing to change the pick. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to call you out here. A minus one seventy two, a minus one eighty. Just hang on. You there. said, "Can you talk me into it?" And my answer is, "Yes, you can." Now, talk me into it. After yeah, more, a little bit of the bubbly. Having a couple more of that. Look at you. Put it down the hatch. All right, I'll talk you into it. Because uh, of one, one reason, one reason only. So I'm looking at the Fanduel page. Yeah. And Giolito is a, is a, a, a proven talent. Not so. Not, not you know up and down a little bit this year. The whole nine, but a proven could be stud. Um, there's a reason why it's minus one eighty, right? Yeah. Because of that. They're in Detroit. That doesn't mean anything to anybody, I don't believe. Uh, a team that they've handled well this year. Not every, everyone has. The over-under is eight and a half. It's the highest over-under of any slate tomorrow. Um, Ooh. There is... Let me see. Let me see. Yeah. I'll, it's the highest tie for that. pretty good about that under, huh? So that means... Well, there you go. I was going to say that means they think runs are going to be scored. Are Detroit going to score those runs? I don't think. Okay, here's the one no, reason. I don't think so. The, the, the Detroit pitcher is Scooball? What the fuck is that name? Yeah, I hadn't heard of him, to be honest. Okay, T. Screwball is pitching for uh, Detroit Tigers tomorrow. I will go ahead and take the run line personally. Just saying. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna change my pick officially. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna When they it. win by one. Yeah. Let's hear they, it. If they win by one, you were, you're definitely going to hear about it. But, uh, that's, but a no, plus, that's a plus 102. Like, look yeah. at that. Put a little snifter on that piece. Yeah, we're gonna put a little snifter on that. That's that. That is my official pick. Change it. Change it in, wow. in the log. Let's see if you can change my pick because this next pick for me, probably. I'll tell you what. This is perfect. What a segue. God, I'm so good. I don't even know it. Ready for this? What's the seg? This is the anti DWE pick of the week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, the Dave no. Woody effect, as it was known during football season. For those new to the show, that's Dave Woody. And he had an effect that he would do, right? I believe. We Hello. It an yes, it's me. It's called the DWE. He would go ahead and make up his line pregame and whatever the whatever was like the furthest one off. He would say, well, I said they were going to get six points. Turns out they're only getting whatever. And he would make his, his bets in, in fashion. This is the anti-DWE. Nuggets versus Suns. The Suns have destroyed the Nuggets 
in the first two games yeah. of this Western Conference semifinals matchup. First two games, the Suns have won in order by 17 points, and then last night by 25 points. Okay? I know now they go on the road. I get it. Momentum, whatever. But I'm pretty sure the momentum's with Phoenix. 17 and 25, I think they got more talent. What would you think the line would be? Suns uh, at the Nuggets after the Suns beat the Nuggets by 17 and then by 25. Um, I would think it would be uh, not eight. Suns minus eight, you think? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I, yeah, I have it. It's, I had Phoenix. I like. Seven. I went into this thinking minus four and a half. Phoenix, you know, on oh. the road. It's, still, it's Nuggets minus one and a half. <laughs> what? All right. Why is Denver favored here? And you know what I'm taking? Nuggets. Minus one and a half is my second official pick. I am doing something that I like. This is a line tells me. So I know some people actually make a lot of money going with this approach. Some people cannot stand it. I saw our boy G dog on Twitter. Uh, Joe Gallant, formerly of odd shark saying, you know, he's a big money line taker of the underdogs and still has been doing it uh, for the NBA playoffs. But he also mentioned like, there was a line with the Bucks as as we're talking. The Bucks were minus minus three and a half tonight at the Nets beat the piss out of them. And what is the score as we're talking? It is tied at seventy six. So it's meds of meds right now. Toss up. Uh, four minutes left in the fourth. It looks like, but nevertheless, they're in it. That means the Nuggets are going to be in it tomorrow. I really, I'm going by the line. I'm reading the line. Give me the Nuggets minus one and a half versus the Suns. The like the here's the thing. I want to give a little bit of a backup. First game, Denver shot six free throws. The whole game. (laughs) If they get to the line more than that, then maybe they have a better chance. Second game, Denver just shot terribly. But also, Phoenix went 47% from beyond the arc. Like, that's that's not going to happen again. It's tough to beat. They shot 46% in the game, but 47% from – they shot worse from two-point range. So, something's going to break here. The line is still minus one and a half. Money line's minus 124. I'm not going to take that. I'm going to take I'm going to actually tell you that they're going to cover that two they're going to win by two points. Give me the Nuggets minus one and a half for no real reason other than this line makes no sense. No, that's I see why you're calling it a reverse DWE. It's like the DWE is all about like uh that line is stinky, right? That's like really D- bad, real bad. That line is stinky. That's the DWE. That's what this is, but yep. just the opposite direction. But it's like the line just is stinky so you're pick, you got to pick the game. Like, like imagine saying I think this team's gonna win, like gonna uh, be minus five, and they're getting points. So right, like that to you would be like, give me that team all day in the DWE effect. Sometimes maybe not, I, yeah, but to no, to me usually, normally too. Yeah, but of course, but this is like like you said, man, it's rank. This is Something's a rank ass rank. game. Something, sm- something stinks. Yeah, real real bad, real huh. bad. So you know, I'm gonna have a couple of these if it doesn't if it doesn't work. <laughs> but I, that's what I think is. Really but there he goes. <laughs> Uh, all right, my last one is actually going to have a tie-in to something that I want to talk about later. Or, I'm picking Shohei Otani. He's starting tomorrow's game. You today. know what I love about your picks? You haven't picked the, uh, any team. You no. always pick the starting pitcher. Just I the love pitchers. It. Yeah, so nobody school. can hit anymore. So um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, when we were kids, like if there was a guy who was hitting like less than 200 or less than 230, or 250, even like that, dude's hit less than 250. You had to be like, 
I don't know, like I guess the backup catcher would, or you'd have like some speed guy that was mostly just pinch running, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you'd have like your utility infield guy, and he was just there. He didn't play all, he didn't start very much, but he would come in late in games and he could play any position or whatever. Like, <laughs> here's what we're going to do. Let's, uh, let, let's, uh, other than that, unless they had a very specialized role, when we were kids, if you hit like 200 or something, you were in the minor leagues in June, oh, dude. dude. You Big were in the time. minor leagues, and and I, Never and I don't be. I don't say this as like somebody who thinks batting average is like the best measurement of baseball talent. I sure don't at all. In fact, it's it's like not no, a you, good measurement. You've been an analytical guy before it got hot. Big time. So I'm not saying it as like an old cranky guy who just wishes everyone could hit 300. Like I don't right. care about that. But I just think it's remarkable how low the averages go. You turn on the game. Miguel Sano is, is hitting cleanup. And by the way, he's on, I started him in fantasy, and I'm glad I did. He's hitting 162. He's batting cleanup, <laughs> but he hit a home run, and he took a walk. And I'm like, it's I'm glad I started crazy, him. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily complaining. I'm more – it's not like crank Dave getting mad at, like, get off my lawn. It's more like this is a remarkable time in baseball, and I'm not picking these teams. I am literally picking pitchers because nobody can fucking hit. So, and I love how you just like introduce him as a pitcher. So here's what I want to do. We're, we're not going to go through every team, but I'll pick a couple. I think we should maybe do this on Twitter. Maybe have like a uh, a ranking thing and see which team wins. Fuck the actual nicknames of the teams. Now we're going to make the nicknames the best pitcher on the team. So it'd be like you know the uh, New York Degroms. Like it'd be like if you didn't know what a Degrom was, well, it's nothing, but it sounds pretty funky. The Philadelphia Wheelers. Uh, I don't know. Give me Los Angeles Kershaws, uh-huh. Los Angeles Otani's. You yeah. know that sounds yeah. pretty badass. Like if you didn't know that that was an actual person, you're like, yo, the Otani's are coming to town. I gotta go check them out. Holy shit! It's true. For sure. What other? What are some of the best pitchers in 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 baseball? Like, let's see here. Who's the best pitcher on the Braves? Um, gosh, man. Let's see. Uh, New York Coles. That's not gonna work for Garrett Cole. Yeah. All right, this uh, is Houston the Houston The Braves don't have a lot of great pitching. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. <laughs> yeah, Grinky. The Shane Texas, Bieber. The Beavers. Texas Fulton Avages. Yeah, the Beavers. The Beavers. Yeah, t- yeah, that'll, Fulton. Drive, that'll get you a really high-pitched scream uh, it's the, audience. It's, at, the, at the, it's the Beavers versus the Scherzers. Yeah. There you go. You know, Dude, the, the Scherzers. Ooh, be like, hey, actually, I got, there is a good one. What's the this? Darvishes. Yo, <laughs> come on. Look out for the Dar. Yo, the Otanis are playing the Darvishers. That's pretty oh. badass, actually. Right? Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna might be talking about the Darvishers in a little bit. Those are actually Spoiler two super fun pitchers to watch as well. Uh, but it's a uh, so, thing. so yeah, so sorry guys, my the pick uh, just to say the pick real quick. It is it is Otani and the Angels to beat. They're playing the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are not very good. Let's be honest. In fact, they're kind of crummy. And there uh, it is again. And I yeah, there it is again. And I really like the uh, I like the line that I got. For the money line, it is minus one thirty-six. That's really pretty. I'm film. I like that. That's good. So my OCD is kicking, uh, getting kicked around here. Why has it got to be one thirty-six? Like, just make it one thirty-five. I know. God damn it. So if I parred them, if I do wow. my plus one hundred two for the uh, the White Sox run line with my uh, minus one seventy-two on the Degrom money line. And my minus one thirty six on the Otani money line. Here it comes, the par John. We've got a plus four fifty four. So my ten dollar bet, which I have already placed, is going to get me forty five dollars, and I expect that to hit. And I expect to have that money in my account when I wake up on Saturday morning. Look at you! Look, it goes three and zero, and then he starts making ultimatums to Fanduel. What a dick! And that better be in there too. Now listen to me. 
I have to let you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. It is plus. So what was it before you did the run line? Let's see. Yeah, with only 327. Yeah, 420. Okay. All right. All right. I see 454. Yeah. 454 is not too shabby. That's good. After coming off a week where he was a plus six something. I yeah. Believe. Well, I good can't, you, I couldn't man. give you that again. That was, I, I didn't see enough pluses. I wanted to give one plus, but I just didn't see any ones that were like super juicy to me. Totally. Sorry, guys. Speaking of super juicy, who wants a pick, an official pick from your boy that's plus 310? Ooh, I, I would love to get this. Plus 310. 10 if you follow at jump the sharp on twitter you would see a couple weeks ago i really found something that i was you know i can see clearly now the rain is gone kind of thing i wasn't really paying attention to but i hit two of them right quick and those are the player performance doubles on fanduel uh whether it be a player scores this points and the team wins a player has this many assists and the team wins or a player has a double double triple double i gave you ben simmons double double and Sixers to win that, that day. Forget what the payout was. Probably around the same. Going to give it to you here in a different way. No, I'm sorry. Not a double-double, though. Ben Simmons, 15 points plus Sixers W is plus 310. Okay? Now, Joel's on fire. Embiid is killing it. He's going to attract some more attention. I know what you're going to say. Guess, Woodman, how many field goal attempts did Ben Simmons have? Last game. Do you know this? How many times did he shoot the ball? I have no idea. Three. <laughs> he had four points. He shot the ball three times. He had four points because he made one of those three. And he also, uh, I'm sorry, he made two of those three. It was also 0 for 2 from the free throw line, which is just brutal. He's been terrible from there. Yeah, yeah. But listen, Big Ben's going to score, man. And this is what he does. He bounces back from shit like this. He, boun- he bounces back from controversial like he actually played very well that game played great defensively and it obviously didn't hinder them winning they won by double digits it was a, one of the best defenders in the league right absolutely barely lost to rudy gobert defensive yeah. player of the year which was given away earlier uh today as we record this but yes Ooh, and he hey he's probably there. also pissed about that on top of everything also else. pissed about that a little more vitriol going into that bad boy good call on that all right so this cat is coming in. He's going to score 15. He normally scores 10 plus. He's, I think he averages 12, 13, but he does bounce back a lot. Trust me. And 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 for those who are Philly people here, they know that if you think the Sixers are going to win this game, I do believe that this is a play for you. Plus 310. Uh, ben always seems to just really, off of a down effort offensively, really come back and 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 make a big jump. So I love this play. Like, I'm really excited about this. This will be getting a significant chunk of change for me. And to get three times your dough, let's fucking roll on that. So I got Sixers. So if you, if you, if you can't guess, I kind of dig the Sixers. Sixers money line minus 120. Nuggets minus one and a half tomorrow. And Ben Simmons, uh, 15 points plus the Sixers to win. Obviously, both of those need to happen as plus 310. Let's go, baby. I really like that last one a lot, man. That's really cool. Beautiful thing. So, you know what I like? I really like making money, like, on big-time odds. Yeah. You know, it's kind of fun that if you could just find something that's plus 2,000 and look good at right now. Yeah. And we're talking, this is the value menu, ladies and gentlemen. This has not shown up for a couple weeks. This segment is presented to you by BK, Burger King, right? What's your favorite value menu? I got to take back. This, this is presented to you by Taco Bell as, as far as I'm concerned. 
Because I can go ahead and get a 15-pound bag. I think we did this before. Did we, we do did this, this bit? Well, we, we, well, no, I think we did something very similar. You asked me what, what's the best thing on the dollar menu. And I said, are we at Taco Bell? Because oh, if we're at Taco I Bell, yeah. I mean, th- there's so many correct answers. Two of each. Yeah, there's a million right answers. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I've always loved the Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. You know, they had the spicy chicken before anybody else. It's still good. Um, obviously, <laughs> Chick Fil A is good. I haven't had the Popeyes one. I can't speak dude. It's to good. It. It's not like oh, let's go kill somebody. Yeah. And bring bring your machete for it, but it's good. But yeah. um, but let's talk about how you make some dough. You want to yeah. get some Wendy's? You want to get? Some, you getting hungry? You need money to pay for that? Well, then you should have <laughs> listened to our MLB preview show when we yes. did the value menu. Yes, because there was, was a pick that is looking oh quite juicy itself woodman let's give an update on someone you just spoke about recently so shohei otani i think what i said at the time was he just has to he doesn't even really have to have like a good batting average or a good era he just has to like play enough as a hitter and as a pitcher that he like winds up with a lot of home runs and strike as a home runs as a hitter and strikeouts as a pitcher and that might be enough to get him the MVP award, but obviously the better he is at, at either one or both, then then he would really, really have a good chance at the MVP award. And so far, that bet is looking really good. So I got two thousand on it, plus two thousand on it. I think I threw fifteen bucks at it, so I'll, I'll make three hundred if he gets the MVP this year. Um, awesome. What is uh, actually? Well, I'm going to give a few stats. Can you look up what what you would get now if you took him now? I'm yeah, curious I have what it right his odds his, Okay, so say his original. Did, or did you? I right? got him plus at plus 2,000. Right. right now, he's the odds-on favorite at plus 125. Almost even money. Basically, it's a, two, it's a two-legged no race right now. Bet. There's absolutely and no I, point in placing a bet. There's no point in placing it now. No. So if you didn't do it... Don't do it. Like, like Unfortunately, look, as I, I forgot to put... I thought I was going to... I, I must have been drinking a little too much that show. I forgot to put it in one myself. So I'm banging my head against the desk. But Maybe maybe he gets hurt. Um, it's a very minor injury. So he goes on the IL and he misses 10 days. I miss saying DL. I know. Anyway. I know. So he misses 10 days. And if you go... Just, just a reminder, guys. If that were to happen, I would go on there again and just see if it's giving you much, much, much better odds. It's kind of what happened to Embiid. Like, he would have won MVP, but he got hurt, but he was out for a little bit too long if he came back. uh, So here's what I I got. So he's 125. The third guy, who I cannot believe this gentleman's name is third in MVP voting, but I really have always liked him, especially when he, like, I I really always liked this player. And that's Byron Buxton (laughs) is third at plus 2,000. I've always been a Byron Buxton fan, by a huge fan. We have such similar tastes, man. But, yeah, so that's amazing. But, uh, uh, so, I I liked him back when he was, I believe, on the Padres. Was it what? No, he's always been a twin, but you probably liked him when he was Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about another guy. Yeah, always, right, in the minors. Yep, Byron Buxton was a better. Um, Otani's plus 125. Buxton is third at plus 2,000. The next guy, so in other words, Buxton's out of it. It's just Otani or this guy at plus 230. That's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yeah. So, so Vladdy Jr., I'll just tell you guys, is the probably the one guy right right at this second. And this can all change easily, and it does change often, okay? Mm-hmm. But uh, baseball's a long fucking year. If you forgot from last, if, you've, if you're still thinking that it's like last year and they're only going to play 50 games, I got a little uh, <laughs> a little update yeah. for you. Baseball right. is a marathon, okay? So, so this stuff changes, but just hold the line, right? 
So, but I will tell you, Guerrero is um, an absolute stud right now. At this moment, he leads all of baseball in the following categories. Home runs, RBIs, total bases, on-base percentage, and slugging percentage. Jesus Christ. That is like, you know, that's like Barry Bonds shit, you know. Yep. Uh, or Mike Trout shit, you know, um, but um, you know he's um, he, he's he, he's not the the athlete certainly that Otani right, is. You know, Oshio right. Otani. If you just look, just watch him. I mean, he's just he's like a, he's a, a tremendous life. You know, just yeah, incredibly just... athletic person who could have obviously been amazing at probably any sport. Right. You know, Vlad Junior is a big boy who uh, has got a, a big. Big boy. He's a, he's a Prince Fielder-esque kind of guy, yes, you know? Yes, Probably doesn't we'll, have we'll a longevity factor. He, and honestly, like, in the dog days of July and August, sometimes guys, you know, wear down a little bit, and they, 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 it, this doesn't often stay for the whole year, you know? Oh, right. The way a guy looks, I mean, there's been years where Bryce Harper would have led in all those categories I just said on June 5th or 10th and doesn't at the end of the year because you know it's tough men's baseball it's a, it's a marathon so anyway my all that is a long way to say i love otani i'm going to give you guys some fun facts let's hear um he has broken uh, baseball in so many ways already this year he uh he batted second while he was the starting pitcher that's awesome that had not been done since 1903 jesus like uh, his great, great, great uncle, Babe Michael Ruth. Otani. I mean, in 1903, Einstein had just published special relativity and Babe Ruth was like four years old. <laughs> okay. And 800 pounds. <laughs> um, Shohei Otani has led off the day after being the starting pitcher. That had not been done, <laughs> since, that had not been done since World War I, 1916. Um, a lot of is, baseball games going on in that war. <laughs> he is the third player ever in the history of the sport to play the field in the same game. He played outfield in the same game that he struck out 10 batters. That's right. He had 10 That's Ks as the crazy. starting pitcher. They put him out in the outfield later in the game because they can't, they want to take, lose his bat out of the line. It's like a Bugs Bunny cart- cartoon. Like First base, Bugs Bunny. Cartoon. Second base, Bugs no, Bunny. I mean, he's really honestly broken the game. Like, I'm not sure how much casual fans understand. Like, he's breaking the game. In the same year where the, uh, the, the, like, the, the ball is being broken based on nobody being able to hit it, this dude is actually breaking the sport in general. Yes. And then here is, this is the one that he's the only person to ever do this. This has never happened before. And I'm not sure anyone else will ever do it again. I mean, it's hard to imagine. He has thrown a 100 mile an hour or more pitch and hit a 100 mile an hour or more hit (laughs) in the same game. That's crazy. In the same game. See, uh, Uh, now how long has that stat been able to be, you know, in a 40s? Good point. uh, Right, right, right. That's true. Whoa, that was a 100 mile an hour hit. And maybe Bob Feller got a hold of one one time. I don't there you know. go. But anyway, so okay, Good old Bobby Feller. So just to finish up here on Otani, um, this conversation's going nowhere. Okay? <laughs> I'm not going to bore anybody, but I just just to just to see where we're at on the leaderboard. Okay, in terms of his hitting, you know, right now he's at um, he's just behind Guerrero. He, Guerrero has 18 homers. Otani has 17. So he, he could still win the home run title for sure. And I think he will actually. I actually think he will win 
the home run title. Okay. Didn't he just hit one like 440 the other day? <laughs> yeah, man. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, even in RBIs, he doesn't bat that much. He's kind of at a disadvantage here. Dude, he's he's seventh in all of baseball, not just the American League, seventh in baseball. So like let me, he, I'm looking at right now 206 at bats. Yeah. I mean, some of these guys have had a ton yeah. more at bats than that. Right. Look at how many at bats, you know, Guerrero's had by comparison or, or Acuna, you know. Um, uh, in terms of total bases, total bases is actually a really good, easy way to just see right. is somebody good. He's fifth. He's fifth in baseball, dude, in just 200 at bats. I mean, he's really, 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 really special good. Okay. So, and, and then just a couple quick pitching ones, right? So, in terms of well, where I lost my pitching, I lost the tab. This dude is like a fantasy dream. Yeah, he is, man. I lost it. I lost the tab. Damn it. Well, anyway. Well, I'll hit it again. You cannot be serious. Yeah, you know, you're, you're right. You know what? We want to, I want to have this. People want to know. People want to go. know, God damn it. All right, I got it. So, in terms of strikeouts, right? Mm-hmm. Expand. Okay, there Expand, it is. Expand, God damn it. Okay. Why do I keep saying God damn it? What's I don't problem? know. You said it a lot today. Very angry. Uh, where's total strikeouts? I see strikeouts per nine. Sorry, this is great radio. God damn it. Oh, wait, there it is again. This conversation's going nowhere. Okay. <laughs> I love the okay. <laughs> I found the Bill Parcells one. You know what I did? I'll, I'll fill in a little gap here since I'm so good at doing it because I don't want to shut up ever. Uh, I was dicking around trying to find a couple clips, uh, sound drops before we went we went live here. And I ended up stumbling across. Do you remember the old Coors Light commercials where they dubbed in the dudes asking the uh, press conference questions? Yeah. You're like, hey, coach, what do you think about Coors Light or whatever? And there was one with Dicka, Parcells, Denny Green. That's why I got the Denny Green one too because – Dude, if if you got like five minutes to kill and you got a brew in your hand and you're just sticking around on YouTube or whatever, oh, man. just put in Coors Light coaches commercials or whatever and just watch all of them because they have there's three of them for each, but they just have them in minute and thirty uh, clips and you could just it's like five minutes of just awesomeness. So that's where I got a couple of these. You know what I mean? Did I filibuster enough here, buddy? You, you did, yeah. So oh, good <laughs> for you. Did Christian help. Standard. Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. <laughs> Such a good one. I mean, he's got a 276 ERA, right? He's pitched um, 42 innings. Man, you roll right up back into it. You're smooth as butter sometimes, dude. You know that? <laughs> he's pitched 42 innings. He's got a 276 ERA. And this motherfucker already has 60 Strikeouts, 60 strikeouts in 42 innings. I believe like, you said over 100 strikeouts and... I think I think I said 20 homers. 20 homers would give him the MVP. Right. He already has 60 strikeouts and 17 Six, homers. Well, then I think we're on our way to some money. He's going to win the MVP. I, I, you know what? Actually, I'm not even going to do any more stats. Guys, you can look up his stats yourself. You don't care about that. What you care about is, is he going to win? Because so this whole you, segment was, took... fuck you for not picking it, you losers. No, I'm just saying. A lot of you guys took him. You want to know how no, we're looking. I, we're hoping and, and that somebody is listening. And I'll tell you how we're looking. We're looking really good right now. It's awesome. Now, I want to give a little heads up on something that might be a value menu pick here to let's maybe in a month talk about this or two months yeah. or three months let's hear it. in October. Woodman and I jumped on this really early post-show one day. And I might even mention it. I don't know. If I'm really rehashing some shit, I apologize. 
But there's two I like here. One more reasonable than the other. World Series champion futures here. Okay? We're, we're getting in the, in the thick of it here. Mid-June almost. Astros World Series champion uh, future is plus 1,600 still. Woodman and I went ahead and got in at plus 2,100. That was roughly a month ago, maybe even more. It might have been late April, to be honest with you. First in the majors in OPS on base plus str- slugging. There's Dude, forget the bang and the drums. They're still figuring out a way to do it. <laughs> yeah. They got a great lineup. They're fourth in the AL and ERA. Fourth in the AL, probably like seventh in the majors. Not the best. Definitely top three tier, though. And they are like what top third, I mean to say, in the league. All you need is good enough pitching, but you need some offense when you get to the playoffs. And this team is literally probably the best overall offensive team. Plus 1,600. Come on now. The other team that I really like, and I don't know why, Cubs are plus 4,500. They're leading the division right now. They have potential, and you you mentioned him earlier, the Chicago Darvishes, right? Like, I think he's in San Diego now. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I'm thinking about the wrong guy. Who's their 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 uh their ace? Oh, because shoot. I I remember being being like when we did. Maybe we did. Maybe I did say the Astros when we did our first initial value menu because I remember saying the Cubs in my head, and then I didn't put it on air because I didn't like their their rotation. I didn't like their pitching rotation at all, and it's ended up being it's sufficive. It's the same as the Astros, like. They're like fifth in the NL. You don't need it to be amazing if you have the offensive yeah. firepower. Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of think that they're a little bit of a mirror image. Not really. Astros are way better talented wise. I, I, I get it. Uh, but for it to be forty five hundred, and they're a division leader right now. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll put ten bucks on it. Four, four hundred fifty bucks. They like all yeah. you need to do. Once again, folks, it's these are hedge bets too. Think about that. If the Cubs go ahead and make the playoffs, now you got a team to root for just to even get to the NL. Uh, you know, NL champion, NLCS, because then you have a, t- you know, you can start hedging, have or some fun. You'll be offered a cash out. If or you you'll be offered enough. a cash. See, you, they, they, I always forget about that. Damn well, right. So, it's, well, it's because you forget about it because as gamblers, we like to control what we can control. Yeah. And you don't have any power over that. You have no ability to control it. It's just up to them if they want to offer it to you. Like, so you don't think like that because you know you'll never have just the option, right? They have to give it to you. Right. So, right. and then you have to notice it. <laughs> and so yeah. There's been times yep. where I noticed it, and I'm like, oh, you got to pay attention. Uh, and then I'll go, I'll go back the next day, and it's not there anymore. You totally. know, too. That happens too. So, so yeah, you don't. You're probably right not to really count on those. That doesn't. Those don't come up that much. But um, it I also mean, the Cubs you, might be the the, the best uh, look here. But you and me both put it in simultaneously. I believe we put. You know, I'm going to look it up right now. And look it up right now. I believe it was a $25 bet. Yeah, I have it. Uh, the Astros? $25 bet Astros plus 2100 to win I, 525 We have the same bet. Yeah. So, like, that was at plus 2100 So, yeah. a month, uh, five, six weeks later, they're at plus 1600 I still yeah. think – I don't understand why it's still it's plus 1600 Like, I might go ahead and throw another 10 on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it I makes mean, no sense I guess, I, guess I, I wouldn't – yeah, I would. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I would say this to our listeners: if you don't have the bet in that we had, the if you, you didn't follow us on the twenty one hundred one, I might and you take, like it. I might take the sixteen hundred. It they really could win it. That they could this kid Jordan Alvarez is like ridiculous, dude. He's a masher, man. And they've got Kyle Tucker who's mashing, and they've got Correa's finally looks right and good. 
And they've got, of course, Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve. Altuve's back. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's... A, I mean, I know uh, it's basically Granky and the rest, but Granky likes to pitch in the postseason, Well, you know? they're going to get Verlander back, right? And he's they're going to get Verlander um, back. He's out so. only for about one more month. And they right. should have him for, like, I think most of July and August, September, and, if he, and then and probably if he October. Comes back, if he comes back and and, and has a, 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 one, a one ERA in his first five starts, well, guess oh, what? They'll be getting... They'll be getting... You'll, you'll get plus 300. Maybe. If, so, if yeah. So yeah. like roll with this, I would say right now, if you got ten bucks to spare, try and yeah. make a buck sixty. If you got twenty, you know what I mean. Like I'm probably gonna put another little chunk on this and roll. I mean, I could I love like, it. I love this call. Uh, yeah. So and even uh, the Cubs, even the that. Cubs won. The NL is frankly weak this year, right? The Dodgers, yeah, look really, really vulnerable. They don't look like the super team that they looked last year, and the frankly the year before. Um, we'll see. I think I still think I'm worried about everyone except for them i kind of feel like they're going to come around but we'll see right now they don't look so good and then there really isn't anybody else in the animal that scares you really sure it's That's, just something that, like if you guys have money to spare on you do like this is what i do and and it's not that i have money to spare it's certainly not the case three kids the whole nine but i'm saying when it comes to betting and stuff you put 10 bucks to win 450 dollars well, as long as the Cubs make the playoffs, I have something to root for. It gives me something to, you know, so that's how I look at it. Sometimes yeah. it works. Some, most of the times it doesn't, obviously, when it comes to futures bets that are plus 45 goddamn 100. But just <laughs> and something to, and also hit, you can and, root for them during the season, too. Well, and the know? other thing is that if you do ever hit on these bigger ones, like we, we hit on some of our kind of like long shot, crazy yeah. parlays. What was nice about it was I didn't take the money and go like, you know, buy something. What was great was that it just funded my bankroll for the course for coming for you know whatever the next several months i didn't have to worry about i was like i got plenty of money i can put whatever i want on whatever i want and, and if you want to nice fund feeling. a bankroll and you want to get lucky what other way than a same game parlay ladies and gentlemen we love let's roll the same in. game parlay on this show it's gonna be the last piece of this week's show what do you got for us i actually folks i do not know what he's got for us here nothing at all it's a plus 11 57 same game parlay we're looking at a six legger here i want to give a heads up it's ten dollars to win uh 115 dollars here and 68 cents if you want to do that i went ahead and put more more than that on this to be honest with you uh but i've been talking a lot about this sixers game tomorrow night Okay, we're we're Philly guys. I'm 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 a lot more comfortable in doing same game pars on teams that I know and teams that I've been able to watch. And obviously, I've been watching every Sixers game down the stretch. And for the playoffs, there's two guys who haven't had the uh, uh, didn't have a great game in game two that have the potential to be better, way better. And the Sixers still won. And these two guys, it wasn't for lack of effort. And for the one guy, it certainly wasn't for lack of field goal attempts, but or at least three-pointers. But I think two guys are going to show up big time when it comes to the scoring sheet. You know the one of them, it's Ben Simmons. So one of the legs of this is Ben to score 15-plus points. The other one is for Ben to get six or more assists, which he's done in both games so far in the series. Uh, I almost had it at eight. Like If you want to be a little bit more aggressive, if this will change this from you getting – uh, plus eleven fifty seven to like t- ten to win on one fifteen will turn in like ten to win one seventy if you just take him to eight assists. That's a little too risky for me. I just want to make sure that Ben gets a six. I'm down with that. So two of the four, two of the six legs are Ben, fifteen points, six assists. Two of the other two more of the six legs are Danny Green mm. to show up the three point extraordinaire uh, shooter who gets hot every now and again. 
but he normally comes in. If he hits two three-pointers, he'll get 10 points in the game. Those are both the legs that I like there. Danny Green to make two threes and to score 10 plus. He wasn't even on like barely on the score sheet last game, just like Ben. They're both going to come back with some venom. So that's four right there. Tobias Harris had a great game last game. Normally kind of trickles down, but he's had a little bit of a different and and I if you guys follow at Jump the Sharp, I told you after he had that one thirty plus game uh a couple of weeks ago, I said, There's no way I cannot wait for the line to come out on his under and take his under for the next game. Whatever his point total is, take the under. And and, and, it, and by the way, audience, just remember remember, Brian's a fan of this person. Like it's not like he wants him sure. to not no, do well. I but I just, but I know you him. know how he does. Yeah. Right. And it hit and it was correct. You were and, right. Um, yep. He had a great game the other game. I don't think he's going to fall off so much. The playoffs kind of made him a different animal, which is great to see. But I'm not going to say he's going to get 20-plus. Give me 15-plus on Tobias. Okay. Should totally be doable, right? Last one, there's a guy named Trey Young that uh, fell off the face of the earth a little bit in game two. Not really. He had some good assists. But he's going to score 25 on this first game on his home court. So that's it. $10 to win 115 uh, I have it at twenty five bucks to win two eighty nine. Danny Green score ten or more. Ben to score fifteen or more. Tobias fifteen or more. Trey Young twenty five or more. Danny Green two made threes. Ben Simmons six assists. Like I'm loving that right there. Placed it. Look at you, brother. Bad ale. I hope. Uh, I, ho- I hope it hits. I hope it, uh, it makes other folks giddy yeah, up. And me I, too, man. And if it if I can make you guys money, it makes me just as happy. We're not. Gonna, they're not going to all hit. You know, I'm not. Uh, but we. I'm excited about. We've this been one, hitting. Though. Let's go. We've Get been hitting pretty going. good. Uh, I think we've bounced back. You know, um, we've done. Yeah. We've done. We had. We had like what two kind of not great weeks. Two kind of not great weeks. Bounce back. You went on fire. We kind of, we tied up last. I think it's the first official week, and I wish I would have done something else on the air last week. But it's the first official week we didn't have some kind of a, like a, a extra pick or yeah. something. Yeah. That it's the first week where we went like five hundred. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 So that kind of bummed me out. I, I, not to be an asshole, I'd rather be three and four, so we could say we lost last week than than go three and three because it's like, damn it, what do we do? promotionally wise but, but it's really the fuck was that word in a way it's better than 500 because i think most of the people who took all of our picks they probably did mine as a parlay which means that the you know it's oh like, you know what that's true we'll put that over that's a win Love i would it. call it a win let's go yo it's four we went four and three uh i mean i wait. know so some, a couple of people definitely took the par absolutely it's yeah. a beautiful thing uh looking right, forward guys. to this week uh Ladies and gentlemen, next week on Jump the Sharp, more action, of course, more picks. Hopefully a beautiful review of a lot of money-making picks. Uh, But also, we're very, very, very fucking excited, at least I am, uh, for the U.S. Open that is coming next weekend. Uh, Another major in golf. And I've been telling you how much I've been enjoying golf this year. Betting on golf has made me just the biggest golf fan in the world. It's so fun to bet on. You've also made probably the most money off of golf than you've probably done. Darn Lately, done I've made sport. so much. Like ever since I started betting golf this this year, I've been making a lot of money on it. Very excited. Next week, very very pumped up to have Andy Lack from the Pick the Pup podcast joining us uh, to talk U.S. Open futures and bets and things of that nature. This kid knows what he's talking about. He is in the know when it comes to hookups in in the uh, golf industry uh golf digest guys he interviews on his show and stuff like this uh, great listen it's like at, if i want to hook up with a golfer that's who i 
I go to this guy. Th- this dude is on point. Follow him uh, on Twitter. We'll get all to that next next week. But his name is Andy Lack from the Pick the Pup podcast. He will be our guest. Uh, very looking forward to that. So, uh, just I'm close, so. I closed my last tab and I realized that I forgot to say the thing that was really like pithy and snappy that I wanted to open my Shohei Otani talk with. So mm-hmm. I'll just say it oh, now. Oh, good for you. Before we're off air really quick. I love the that. The guy talk is so drunk, but there he goes. Shohei Otani, as of this moment. Good old Joey Otani. Shohei Otani, as of this moment, <laughs> is hitting better than Nolan Arenado. And striking <laughs> and striking batters out at a faster rate than Shane Bieber. Holy fuck! So, I mean, he is the MVP if the season ended today, even over sure. Vlad. He absolutely he'd, is. He'd be the number one MVP in like in M- MLB. He would you know, win so. almost like unanimously. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. So. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's the show this week, ladies and gentlemen. Always appreciate it. At Jump the Sharp, folks. Uh, rate on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a review too. You know what? We we don't we're not getting a lot of like written reviews. We appreciate everyone that's given us the star reviews. It's fucking awesome. If you guys want to do a written review? Any new written review, we will read on air. Good, bad, and different, pithy, whatever you want to call it. We'll definitely read it on air. Agreed. You know I mean? We will read it on air. Definitely for sure. So we would love to do that. But uh, that's the Woodman, Dave Woody. Everybody, see you guys. I am Brian Hollywood Hagen, hoping to get hot this week. We can both come at you undefeated next week. It'd be badass. We got some big ones. Hope you guys can make some dough. Peace out. Peace out.